it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Royal Rumble Day. For me personally, it is my favorite day of the year when it comes to professional wrestling, sports entertainment, to the whole shebang. This is the day I look forward to the most. So I hope everybody enjoys the Rumble tonight. I know I will. If you haven't already, please go back and listen to our Rumble Picks pre-show that I did with Mr. Zach from our friends over at Back to the Ring. It's a nice 36-minute episode. We go over the Rumble Picks. Uh, We pick for both Sam the SLB and the Riddler as they were not able to join us as they were barred from ringside during (laughs) our podcast. So... Go give that a listen today. We'll also uh, be uh, retweeting it on Facebook and on uh, Twitter. uh, So you guys can go out there and uh, give it a quick listen. We'll also put our picks out on Twitter as well. So that way you guys can see and follow along along with your own picks. Um, But before we get to that, we'll talk some SmackDown that happened last night. This is your SmackDown study for January 28th, 2022. And this was a good show. Um, I know we recorded our our Rumble pick beforehand, but you know sometimes you, you gotta let that breathe. And you know, live uh, podcasting at you know after midnight sometimes can get a little rough. So <laughs> we decided to jump ahead and we did a little early, but nothing huge in the way of news that rolled out of SmackDown. Uh, we did have a couple new women that. We'll be joining the Rumble, but I'll talk about that momentarily. The show itself kicked off with Charlotte, our uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, coming out to the ring. Doing her normal boasting about how she's going to make history and she's going to be the first champion to ever win the Royal Rumble, be the first person to ever choose her challenger for WrestleMania. Now, while I think it's an interesting concept, unless Charlotte gets like a 25 through 30 pick in the Rumble, I honestly don't know if if that'll happen, but there's always that possibility. So, of course, while Charlotte's out there, I kind of expected that she wouldn't be the only one talking, that there would be some interruptions, and boy, was I correct. (laughs) So, we had Shayna Baszler, which they changed her music, which made me very, very sad, 
her theme song was absolutely fantastic. Probably one of the best women's ones that were out there. And now it's upsetting. It's, yeah, it's not nearly as good. Of course, this is just my opinion, but I really, really liked her previous one. But Shayna came out talking about how, you know, Charlotte's talking her type of language, you know, gonna break people up and throw them over the ring, you have everybody be upset and disappointed. So Shayna making a case for the Rumble, which if I uh, remember correctly, bodes well for my buddy Sam as she was uh, one of his picks. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. After that, we had some more interruptions as Aaliyah made her way out there as well. She's been another interesting star. She's uh, moved her way up um, thanks to her feud with Natalia, who naturally, the moment Aaliyah mentioned that she's now in the Guinness Book of World Records, Natalia has to make her way out. So their little feud will continue. And then someone who I honestly didn't expect, but very glad that showed up was Shotzi. She then came out as well. So which makes me happy because Shotzi was one of my surprise picks for winning the Rumble for the women's side. So we'll see. So as all five of these ladies are arguing, Charlotte tries to take control, but then is interrupted by one more theme song. And ladies and gentlemen, the boss, Sasha Banks, back from quote-unquote injury, has returned and will be in tonight's Royal Rumble. Pretty good addition. I'm a little upset that I didn't <laughs> didn't think of it because supposedly she was supposed to be out for six to eight weeks due to an injury, but now she's perfectly fine in the ring ready to go and this honestly could shake everybody's picks because sasha has a realistic chance of winning this rumble so we'll see but obviously sasha comes out talks about how she's ready to go she's ready to rumble and then she goes to get out of the ring and then a fight breaks out which i kind of expected so all the ladies brawl everything's all good and fine and then we go to commercial. We come back and we have ourselves an opening contest. It is tag team match as the returning Ridge Holland and Sheamus take on Ricochet and Cesaro. Ridge gifted a face mask like how Sheamus had when he had his nose shattered. So a lot of us were clamoring for that just for the sake of comedy and it worked out perfectly so this was a good match ricochet also receiving new theme music unlike Shayna's, this one's actually much better than the one he had so bravo wwe i congratulate you for that but for the match itself ridge using his new gift of the mask getting the job done smashing people over the face and gets himself a victory for himself and sheamus we move on from that, and we got something that, personally, I always enjoy watching. It's Royal Rumble. It's all about the numbers. They brought this little video montage back, and I'm sure we'll see it tonight during the Rumble itself, but 
it's always fun to see all the new updated stuff and talk about all those famous moments in the rumble. And they included a section where they're talking about how it's difficult to, to last long on the rumble, or in some cases it's difficult to even get into the ring at the rumble. And of course they busted out Titus O'Neill's Titus world slide uh, from the greatest Royal Rumble back in Saudi Arabia. And I felt so bad. This man will never have it lived down ever. Like they, he, he created a moment that will last forever. And unfortunately, it's not a flattering one. But I'm just glad that man's okay. Because we, those of you who pay attention to how the rings are built, there's that metal, those metal beams that come down. And they go about maybe, I don't know, almost halfway down and if titus would have tripped maybe five feet closer he could have severely hurt himself or maybe even worse and i don't want to think about it but that could have been a devastating devastating injury so luckily he didn't he slid underneath and yes it was comedic it was hilarious but it's glad you know you you gotta be thankful that he did not get himself hurt um, but that, yeah, that's one of those moments in Royal Rumble history that will last forever. <laughs> so after that, we finally got it. We, after, after, I think Naomi said like 150 something days, we finally got Naomi versus Sonya Deville in a one-on-one matchup. Now, Sonya, before this match, was trying to intimidate the referee into having this be a quick match on her side. And the ref basically just looked at her after cowering a little bit, saying, no, I'm sorry, Sonya, I got to call this right down the middle. And right down the middle, he did. And I severely appreciated it. This was a fantastic match. Sonya busting out some new wrestling gear and amazing. Daddy DeVille has returned and fantastic. This match was real good. Sonya didn't look like she really lost a step at all. Hopefully, this is just the beginning of her actually stepping out of the manager, not manager, but the out of the official role that she's in and more back into the ring. So the match itself, like I said, pretty damn good. Naomi does get the victory, which we all hoped and expected. So that's a nice little closure to that feud. Or so we thought, because after the match was over, Naomi was celebrating in the ring, talking to the crowd, hyping the crowd up for tomorrow for the or tonight for the Rumble. Sonia came back out and said that she had a present for Naomi when it comes to the Rumble. She can't send her into the Rumble without something. And that something is that there's a new entrant into the Royal Rumble. And ladies and gentlemen, Sonia Deville is now in the Royal Rumble. So those Naomi people who out there who picked the, who picked her to win, she might be in some trouble. I don't know. I have a feeling that these these two are going to continue to battle for weeks to come. And that's OK, because they've done a good job. If this is if this gives me more matches in the ring, maybe some tag matches and stuff like that. I think that would be great. Um, I love Sonia in the ring. I, I've always been a fan of hers. Uh, ever since her, you know, her tough enough days, I'm glad that she's back. I, I was always happy she was on television. I know that obviously there was that situation, which is why she had to step away. But now that she's back on TV, hopefully now 
being back in the ring more often. I think this will be great. Uh, it's a much needed addition to the SmackDown side of things. So we'll see. After that, we get an announcement that Pat McAfee himself will be calling the Royal Rumble matches. And let me tell you, if you guys aren't watching SmackDown, you're missing out on at least the commentary because Pat McAfee has been a breath of fresh air. He makes Michael Cole, who's literally the voice of the WWE, better at his job. He Pat just has this energy that's just God, I, I can't even subscribe. Uh, subscribe. I, I would love to subscribe to that energy, so I would have some. But I can't. I, I can't express enough how exciting it is to have him on television, talking and telling us what's going on in the show. So, some good stuff. After that, we then got a nice little conversation in the back between the Usos and the Viking Raiders, who are now the number one contenders for the SmackDown tag team championships now while these four are not in a match on tonight's card it would not surprise me if they threw it in last minute maybe for the pre-show wwe is always known to throw an extra match in at the last second to you know garner some more interest for the show and give the crowd something to watch before the main show so it like i said it wouldn't surprise me if that was a pre-show match it really honestly deserves a full card match, but it is what it is. I'll be happy just to see them if they're even wrestling. If not, I expect all four of them in the Rumble. We then got some more insane moments with Sami Zayn, but because of what's been happening with Johnny Knoxville, he decided to change things up, and he decided to turn Inzane into a live podcast. All right, Sammy, I got to tell you, though, the wrestling podcast scene, it's already saturated enough. We don't we, we, we don't need you in there. All right. So um, thanks. But um, no thanks. <laughs> uh, so Sammy, <laughs> Sammy's guests were Jinder Mahal and Shanky. And they were having themselves a conversation uh, before they were interrupted uh, by Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. And once again, Pat McAfee going insane on the commentary table. Michael Cole looking like he's going to explode from laughter. And we slide right into our tag team match as it was Jinder and Shanky taking on Shinsuke and Rick Boogs. And I have to say, my God, Rick Boogs, this man, the power that this man has, he picks up Shanky, who is like seven something, 300 plus pounds gives him what they call the boogs the boogs cruise which yeah i love terrible puns so i was very happy about that um it's like a over the shoulder press slam it's pretty pretty amazing to see because that's that's not easy weight to shift <laughs> Uh, and Boogs and Nakamura get the victory here. We then went into more tag team action as it was the New Day taking on uh, Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. But before that, we got a little bombshell that just kind of sprinkled in. Big E apparently now is a permanent resident on SmackDown once again. So very interesting to think about because now that he's off of Raw, the New Day has been fully reformed, obviously with King Wood still out on injury. You have Kofi and Big E once again as a tag team. Now it makes you wonder who goes over to Raw. If anybody does, does Raw even need an extra person? 
I kind of feel bad for for E because now he's thrown back into the tag team division instead of being a singles competitor. Um, hopefully on SmackDown, maybe him and Kofi can still do the singles runs instead of just just being a tag team. I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed Biggie's run as champion, and I hope that you know. Kofi will get some more success. I fully expect there to be some Kofi ridiculousness at the Rumble tonight because it it wouldn't be the Royal Rumble without Kofi Kingston doing something insane. But going back to the match, uh, New Day picking up the victory here. uh, So they have all the momentum going into the Rumble. After that, our main event of the night, not a match, but it was a promo segment. It was a face-to-face, the last thing before we get to the Rumble Roman Reigns, your universal champion, and Seth freaking Rollins. And oh my God, did we, we hit all the feels here. Seth talking about how he's going to just obliterate Roman, bringing up everything. Like when he beat Roman for the championship, cashing in money in the bank at WrestleMania talked about how I believe it was at Money the Bank um, pay-per-view where he beat Roman for the championship and then sent him packing on a 30-day vacation. This mother brought up Roman's drug suspension. Like, what? Like, holy shit. And then he brings up Plan B. And obviously, we all know Plan B is one thing. In wrestling, it's definitely another thing. This for a lot of fans is still a sore point to talk about was the day that Seth Rollins betrayed both Roman and Dean Ambrose. Now, John Moxley, obviously to break up the shield, which was probably, I would say at least for me, top three factions all time in all of wrestling. So that moment is one of those moments that I'll never forget because I didn't expect it either. I mean, it was just, yeah, it was, it was insane. Like there's the, there's there's that gift that rolls around with uh, Ambrose's uh, reaction to what happens and people still use it to this day, but it's still, it brings you right back to that moment. It's like, it makes you wonder if Dean actually even knew that that was going to legitimately happen. (laughs) Um, because his reaction was just too genuine to to be, you know, oh, my God, he's going to strike Roman in the back, and now I have to act surprised like it never happened. Like, I didn't expect it to happen. But if 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 he did know and he acted that way, I, that's, that's brilliant acting on his part. But pulling it back, when Seth continued to talk about the, you know, the the plan B and breaking up the shield, Roman, you could see Roman's facade that he had about being tribal chief and everything just shatter. Like you could literally hear the cracking and the shattering of that whole thing. Roman like couldn't couldn't look at Seth. His eyes were like fluttering. His 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 shoulders slumped. His breath looked to be like speeding up. It was just like it was it was beautiful to watch. Because these two are so close in real life that they know how to feed off of one another. And it was just 
beautiful to watch. Like it was literal art just happening in front of us with Roman finally being able to speak saying, I tried to forgive you for what you did, but I hate you. And he put emphasis in that for what you did in breaking up the shield. And when Roman said that, I'm pretty sure 90% of the fan base that remember the shield breaking up felt that in their souls. <laughs> it's one of those things like, and I'm watching this and I'm like, did I, did we just witness a double turn? Did Roman just go face Seth go full heel with bringing up everything? It's one of those moments where you don't get too often in wrestling. You'll get, you know, turns. You'll get someone who turns into a face, someone who, you know, betrays somebody else and turns into a heel. But seeing that unique double turn is always an interesting thing to behold. So, I mean, that was just my opinion. I, I actually, I tweeted about it and I had pretty good conversation with people about this. Some people were like, nah, he's still both heels. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's very true, you know. Um, but, you know, with Roman and the whole acknowledge me in every city he's been in, and he's been getting more cheers lately. So it kind of leaned me towards, the, well, maybe they're going to turn him face. And I'm trying to think, how would they do that? SmackDown last night gave us that uh, that reason. So seeing how things go forward, this also, for me personally, solidifies that Roman will beat Seth at the Rumble because... Roman's never beaten Seth one-on-one. -on -one. And I feel like now he's going to use this newfound anger to put Seth down. I still think outside of the Rumbles themselves, this that title match will be the match to watch. Um, so, yeah. But that's the show, guys. That's how it ended. Um, they tried to get into a little bit of a fight afterwards, um, but nothing really came of it. Seth being the, the swarming heel that he is, able to sneak out of the ring. And the show ended. It's also convenient enough, and I'll bring this up, when Rampage started the next, um, within a couple of minutes, the first match had John Moxley in it. So just just, just be like, all right, guys, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> so that's the show. A really, really good show leading in. Nothing, like I said, nothing, nothing groundbreaking, nothing that's going to, you know, majorly sway everything sasha announcing for the rumble is a big deal but i i don't she's got a legit honestly a, a realistic chance of winning but i don't think she will uh sonia being in the uh, rumble is a nice addition um but i think she'll be gone around the time naomi is as well so i don't think she'll honestly realistically have a chance of winning either but that's it the rumble guys starts at I would assume 8 p.m. Pre-show, probably either at 7 or 6. I haven't looked up the the, the logistics, but it wouldn't surprise me because I think the Rumble get, is one of those pay-per-views that gets a two-hour pre-show. So we'll see what happens. I hope you guys tune in tonight. I hope you guys really enjoy it. And stay tuned after the Rumble because your boys over here might be having a special, special surprise for everybody. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how things happen. But guys, if you don't already, and why haven't you already? Please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as well as Above the Ring. We are coming back with Above the Ring 
full episodes. Sam has almost done his sabbatical. He will be back next weekend, and we will start pumping out those Above the Ring episodes covering AEW, Impact Wrestling, NWA, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and much, much more. So for this podcast, you can find it pretty much everywhere on every podcasting platform that's out there. If you're on one that you're not listening to or that we're not a part of, I should say, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring. And if you want to follow little old me, you can find me pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Stream. Guys, once again, thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate you. Most importantly, though, tonight, I hope you all enjoy the Rumble. But don't forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.